tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. What's up, kids? Oh, I got a head rush, right? Woo. These guys are killer. Welcome back, gang, to another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Yes, Alongside sir. Jason Chirella, I'm Mike Conley. This is our weekly Ruddlish discussion of all things Patriots. Welcome, Pats Nation. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. As usual, it's another fine day to be a Patriots fan. If you're wondering what this music is, that is the music of the North. Some good friends of mine, half of the band is from Boston, and uh, they're killing it. If you're in the Los Angeles area, they are going to be on the Frank and Heidi show on KLOS, 9 a.m. Pacific time on Friday. So check them out on that. That's their new single. Uh, North, huh? The, the, the North. You can the check North. them out uh, at the North. LA, uh, that's their Twitter and Instagram. But that is called Inside Out. That's their new single that is dropping hot. You know what I'm saying? Dropping like it's hot. Yep. Good boys, good Pats fans. So uh, give them a listen. Like I say, that's on Heidi and Frank. You can, uh, if you're not in the LA area, you can check that out on HeidiandFrank.com and uh, give them a listen. But uh, yeah, so all things well and good in Patriot Nation per usual. Um, still undefeated. Really? Was, is, is, I shouldn't start with that. Uh, Let's start with. I mean, oh. it's 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 heavy. You know, I I, I just I can't hear it. I, I, don't, I don't like talking about it. It's yeah. okay. But we, I figured we just had to get it out of the way. You know, because well, it's going to be all all. They, I mean, it's they truthful. are undefeated. They are undefeated. So they're seven and zero. Oh. They are undefeated. Yeah, it's just it assumed that the word is like I'm scared of that word. When it comes up, it's almost like a curse word. You we, just curse. We will try and avoid it as much as we can on this show because I remember it feeling that it was a curse word back in 07 i'm also going to work on my posture i got some uh, critique on my posture oh you did so i'm going to try and sit up and apparently i was like kind of hovering around the mic a little bit too much and like that was affecting the sounds oh that's interesting because i got critiqued on my rhythm and open of last show really yeah who's giving you that critique oh my mother really yeah what, what did she have to say she said you had more rhythm than i did yeah which i've I'll always liked I, your mom yeah. she's a very smart woman Oh boy, you know? what is what? What have I gotten to at this point? You know, you were just born to good parents. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, but uh, so we were a little bit, uh, you know, maybe I wouldn't say nervous, but going into the the Finns game, the Dolphins game, you know, Dan Campbell had them playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I guess you know the approach to every game. I, you know, I'm I'm a little pessimistic, I guess, but. You know, it's kind of the way I roll, you know? It's like with the res- Pats. Yeah, with the Pats oh. and their opponents. You know, I just, you know, it's kind of like that respect your opponent and you know, don't fear him, but respect him. Mm-hmm. And that's every opponent. And that's 
kind of their motto, and I'm kind of buying into that. That's exactly what Wednesdays are all about in the Patriots land of NFL, because today's the day where Bill Belichick takes to the podium, as well as Tom Brady, and they talk about how great the Washington Redskins are. I know. You know? Yes. I mean, he must have said the Redskins, the three and four Redskins, that I've seen a little bit of this year, yeah. were explosive about four or five different times. Now, I... I, I I'm a fan in the line of Belichick, and I mm-hmm. want to respect the opponent too, so I'm not going to say any bad things. But if you tell me to describe the Redskins, I don't think I get too explosive till, you know, probably, you know, 10 or so adjectives. I, I see. Uh, yes. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I. You know what I'll say? Tell me why we should fear them. Okay. Well, I think they're a pretty well-balanced team. And now when you when they're saying explosive when it, and what you've seen so far with the Redskins this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. I mean you're minus Deshaun Jackson he comes back okay I mean that alone is going to help the offense it, you know he's going to you know stretch the field he's going to open up uh, underneath for you know Jordan Reed who's by the way he's a pretty athletic tight end Jordan Reed's a stud yeah. Jordan Reed's a stud. So, I mean, I don't think that, like, he's he's more of a wide receiver than he is a tight end. Um, so, I mean, in Pierre Garçon, I mean, they do have a pretty, on paper, they do have a really good, you know, a good, a solid offense. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, I mean. You like that. You like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a gamer, you know. He's a bit of a gamer, you know, like. He he gets he can throw the ball. He can you know he's not afraid. He he'll, he'll throw the ball and um, you know they have some weapons out there. So I, and again and I, I do think the secondary played uh, really well against the Dolphins, really well. And um, I think that this is also going to be another test. I don't know what it is. I feel like I do have long term concerns about the secondary. Am I crazy? I can understand that. I can understand okay. that. And you're not crazy. It's because we had a defection of our two top corners, and you're still like, oh, okay. This guy was a nobody until he made the play of the year for us last year. Malcolm Butler is now who we're relying on as our shutdown corner. And you're also worried of the fact that they have actually not played that many dynamic receivers. Yes, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Yes. Outside of like Brandon Marshall and Antonio Brown, who pretty much had his way with the Pats yes. in week one. They haven't really faced any dynamic receivers, so well, I can understand from that standpoint. Well, they've they faced they, they face some uh, really good receivers, but I think they hasn't necessarily uh, faced an offense that has multiple weapons where you're going to have to rely on Malcolm as a shutdown and some of these one on one man coverage, you know, game plans. And I so, so I, I don't know, you know. I'm interested to see how they do against the uh, the skins, and uh, quite honestly, I, I think that they need to. Um, I, I think the key to the game really is getting up early. I, I think they have to get up early in order to, you know, make make the Redskins throw the ball. Like I feel like they're kind of balanced. Make they they, one dimensional, yeah, one dimensional, and because I feel like they have a pretty well balanced team and Alfred Morris and, and the running attack, and they. They, they they really mix it up a lot. Like yeah. I think if they could just get ahead early, that'll just if the game's close and they keep it and they linger, we might see some trouble. All right, we, all right. let's come back to that. Okay. Let's come back to that. Let, let's gloat a little bit. Okay, let's gloat a little bit. Over, well, not gloat, but let's just dwell in the aura of the win over the the, the Dolphins because 
obviously, uh, both of us have grown up hating the Dolphins and hating the, the New York Jets. Grow Do up. nothing in mind. Well, some of us are still in that process. But, you know, just enough through no fault of them. It's just the fact that they're in the same division of us, you know, and that's that's why you hate teams, you know. I hate in the in the sports sense. Yeah, you know? I'm hates, sure there's a lot a of fine word. guys over there. Hate's a strong word. Okay, anyways. Yeah. But I just love the fact <laughs> that the Pats were able to stick a W on both of those teams, like, in a five-game span. It's just like Christmas come early, you know? Yeah. Well, so, especially when both those teams, I kind of come in with, like, this renewed, like, oh, here we go. You know, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. Nope. Same old sheriff. Yeah. Taste it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, I mean, it's that's why, in some ways, you know, you're coming into this week. You're riding so high on that, like, you know, you had the Colts, then you had the Jets, and the Dolphins. I mean, it's just been so much, so many storylines. And you know, I mean, it was so exciting. And now they were just like, whoa, wait, who are we playing? Yeah. Uh, so you wonder if there's going to be a letdown in that. That's that, what I'm getting to. A little trap game. Yeah, trap game. Well, you we'll, know. We'll stay with the Dolphins. We'll stay with the Dolphins. Right. The fact that um, they came in on a high, you know, won two in a row, scoring like 41 in back-to-back games or like averaging that. But uh, they they didn't quite have it going last Thursday night. 36-7, Patriots final. I love it. Yeah. T- today or yesterday, we got uh, Brady named AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Obviously. After his uh, performance, 26 for 38, 356 yards and four TDs. He didn't. He didn't really run as much this week, which was good. Good with me. Yeah, that's you know? fine. I, if he doesn't run ever again the season, this nah, is it's fine. fine. But it does fire them up in, in that right thing. I mean, I still have the vivid memories of him, like uh, you know, jerking Erlaka all those years ago, and then like getting up, and like, ah, then fires him up like that. He does. He does get fired up when he runs the ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like he has something to prove. By the way, the quarterback sneaked that. I mean. They do it so much. It's like you uh, would think they'd, yeah. they'd know it's coming by yeah. now and be able to stop it. But I mean, that's just another credit to this interior offensive line that I've just been—I've been nervous about, but have been lauding over, you know, to this point. I mean, this kid David Andrews stepping in. I mean, he hasn't missed a snap ball yet. And, and now I'm wondering, like, what happens when Stork comes back? Now. Well, I was going to ask you that because I know well, you're like this offensive line guru. Of sorts, of sorts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I but played it, a little offensive line on my day. I don't know if I'm a guru. Otherwise, maybe I'd still be playing. <laughs> but but uh, I, I think that I think you're right. I mean, to me, the most impressive thing so far this year has been that offensive line and how they've been able to uh, make shift and and, and and do a very good job. And going into the Miami game, I you know one of my big concerns was the health of Brady and whether this Miami pass rush was really going to take you know he's going to take a beating from that Miami pass rush. They did a very good job. They, of they did protecting him. I they didn't get to him as much as I thought. It helped that Cameron Wake pulled up on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you never want to see a guy get hurt, but uh, that's all I'll say. He's off of the year. But my but question to you, I guess, that's going to hurt them. Yeah, that is that's devastating. That really. is devastating. Um, so Achilles, Andrews. I believe, right? Achilles, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, Achilles. Yeah, that, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, Achilles, the. Dolphins this year. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Clearly that wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> uh, my question to you is yes, Andrews. Yes, please. Andrews, now what do you do when he comes out? Can you move him over? Like as an offensive guy, offensive line guy, can you can he move over? Because I feel like we could use, yeah. keep him. Well, you love that versatility, and you know that Belichick loves that versatility. I see kind of him as 
a center, really. You know, I mean, maybe that's just kind of because I'm I'm in this new wave, you know, NFL where it's like, okay, your tackles are, you know, 6'6 and above and at least, you know, 350 pounds. They're behemoths. Your guards are like... You know, three thirty, six three. You know, you know, and then your center is maybe the only guy you can get away with being under three hundred pounds, and he is. He's like a two ninety, two ninety five guy. You know, not incredibly tall. I forget him. He's probably like six one, six two. But that's like small now. Yeah, in the NFL, and I think he played pretty much exclusively center throughout his college days. And I know Stork played a little bit of uh, God. So, and Stork's bigger. You know, Stork's like 6'4", 315. So, so he's in that God mold. So I think... You think you might... You think you might keep Andrews at center? I think you might keep Andrews at center. Interesting. It, I think once we get back to full strength God-wise, mm-hmm. once we have a Shaq Mason back mm-hmm. and Trey Jackson back healthy and clicking in all, all cylinders, I think you'll see Stork go back to center. Andrews go to a depth position on the bench where he can come in. And then goes to the guys. But, you know, I think now to put, you know, uh, you know, Stork back at center, I think he is. Like, if just looking at it, he has our best center. I mean, the guy won the Remington Award in college. That doesn't go to the guy who gives the best rim jobs, you filthy animal. But it goes to the uh, outstanding center of the college. <laughs> I could what? see your head was going there. Oh my! God. You know, I quit. It actually wasn't. You were listening. Take care, Jay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he for the outstanding center in the league. So this is guy, no joke. I mean, this isn't just some slep you just throwing back in there. And they did spend a fourth round pick on this guy a few years ago. So they know they like him. They like him, sure, just fine. So he's ultimately going to be in there once we get back to full strength. That God is yeah. what I believe. But as long as Andrews and Stork are still playing. On the same line, I think Stork's better off than God. God so, but we'll we'll see how no, that shakes out. I, I, He's first eligible to come back this week. So yeah, we'll that's see. interesting. I, yeah, we want to see how that shakes out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well that's so I'm excited about that. But they were fantastic. I know we talked about wor- worrying about uh, you know maybe TB taking too much pressure and what have you, uh, but it's that getting the ball out super quick early in the game. You know, and they're able to do that because they have such great one-on-one matchups. You know, Ugh. they have guys that get off the line and get skilled. You know, Gronk obviously because the dude's a man-child, as uh, as Edelman referred to him last week, and uh, Edelman and Amendola just because they're quick. Yeah, you know, and yeah. they just and, they, and they're inside or they're outside. Yeah, boom, boom, and he gets it out. I, well, you know that to me, as if I'm if I'm an opposing team coming in. I, I mean, I fear having to prepare for that offense. I mean, it's, you know, especially when Dion Lewis is in the game, you know, because he really does uh, provide that check down. And, you know, you have to really respect the the, the outside game. And it brings brings down the linebackers and opens up the middle of the field for Gronk. And, uh, you know, in LaFell, I mean, LaFell, you know, he's coming around. You know, that he's, he's, he's... He's going to be fine. He's gonna, what? It's easy to be patient with a guy like LaFell yeah. because he is that professional guy that says all the right things. You know, I'm sure he's a good practice player. You know, he blocks down the field on that Gronk touchdown. He had yes. a nice block. Great block. You know? So it's easy for those guys to throw up a clunker, you know, and have six balls go I off mean, their hands and on. then come back. It's his first game back. 
I hear you. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, it's fine. It's the NFL. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, first came back, with, that's maybe worth two drops, okay. not six. But we're past it. Yeah. It was in a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we're just, we have to nitpick in mm-hmm. our current uh, situation because this team is really good. Yeah. You yeah. know, so we can't just be up their ass 100%. we got to push them as fans. <laughs> you know, that's what our job is. Okay? So, so we, we are, are kind of shocked at how uncompetitive that game is, I guess, is where we're at at this, time, at this point with, the, with that uh, Dolphins game. I, I, I mean, mean, it started off okay. I mean, look. Brady opened up, you know, they scored that touchdown quick and early. But, I mean, the next five drives, they, I don't, I mean, yeah. it was pretty idle. Right. Well, it, it was good to go. I want to kind of touch upon what you're saying about having those different weapons and how that kind of, how does a team kind of guard them, you know? Mm-hmm. It, and you could see it on that first uh, drive, you know? Because, and you were calling for it, you were like, okay, after Brady throws X amount of times and that, uh, the jet game, you're like, okay, we we got to have a little bit of the the blunt force trauma right to the head of the D, D tackles of the Miami Dolphins, and they did, and they came out and did that, boom, 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 yeah, straight off the bat. And so, what happens when that happens? You go sucks up the linebackers, yep. right. boom, boom, and then all of a sudden, the man child is behind the linebackers. That's right. He, you know, the uh, the goat gets it to him right off the bat, right, boom. And then, so now, linebackers is sucked up. He's yeah. already over that level of defense. Yeah, that's right. And some safety comes up, just not wanting, not wanting, wishing he didn't punch in that day. Boom, he gets past that. The corner just allows him to go by. I know. And then there's that block from LaFell. It, so it, like, it was a great opening drive, wasn't yeah, it? So great. <sighs> and, then, and then, like, later on the, on, the, on the Lewis touchdown. Yes. Oh, that's when, like... Bronk just blows out, takes the entire coverage down the middle of the field. Right. Lewis comes right in the vacated middle. That's right. Boom, boom. It's touchdown. like whoever they decide to key on, okay, we're just going to go over here. And by the way, how about that third and 17 with Deion Lewis? That was huge. Third and 16, he third got 17. Six. Ooh, go back, do yourself a favor, and check out Trey Jackson's block on that. Okay? He was weak side guard. Okay? And he and the strong side uh, offensive linemen do good things too. You know, and they get out and they pull and they're in front of them. But Jackson, like, hits his initial guy and then comes over and gets two guys out of the way that are pursuing, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of them Sue, and one of them, I think, is DN that isn't Wake. And he just knocks both of them off. It's incredible. Ugh. It's great. That so, was, so, I mean, he's just me, endearing myself. That might have been the best play of the game. But he's, like, banged up. Yeah. That, and that was crucial because yeah. who knows? If they don't come out and convert there, they end up punting there, who knows how that that game goes. That might be only twenty six to seven instead of thirty six to seven. <laughs> oh man, oh, man. It's, <laughs> tough. it's tough. But but you know, you, I try not to gloat. It's not even in my nature. But but, but to your point of this, uh, you know, it's in your nature. Yeah, all right, come back. I didn't know if you caught that one. Come back. All right, I'm back. But uh, to your point with Blunt, you know, like having them in the game, and then they have, you know it sucks in the linebackers. But more so than that is having Dion Lewis a part of the offense and not being hurt because that, my friend, is would be pa- terrible. Is a weapon that is has to be respected on the outside in, in, in the dump offs and like. Whereas Blunt, okay, I, there's something about Blunt. It's, he's just he's not a dynamic player. You know, no, he's, he's three yards in a cloud of dust. That's yeah. what you need out of that guy. You know, we already have a shifty guy. You know, so it's like we're not missing Vereen right now because Dion Lewis. I know is doing what he does. But my point is, 
if we lose Dion Lewis. I don't know why. I just I fear that. It's it's a little thing called next man up. Okay. Okay, Jason, and that's what happens. You lose a Brian Stork, a former Remington Award winner. And he uh you just sub in with the undrafted free agent David Andrews. Okay. And you coach him up and that's what you do. That's the Patriot way. It's like, oh, do we cry over spilt milk? That's that's what they do. That's the Buffalo way. That's right. the Bills way. I, I, I'm okay. in. I'm in. Okay. I'm just saying. When he was out last time, last game he was out. What they do? They 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 didn't have a running game. They just threw the ball 54 times. Right. Okay. But part of that was the fact that the Jets have kind of to that point were known as a team that really shut down the run and was suspect at the pass. So teams make you do what you're allegedly bad at. Show that you can do it now and then. Right. You know, that's why the knock on the Dolphins was running the ball between the tackles on them. You can do that. And so they did that with the blunt force trauma. Boom. You had to overcompensate by bringing eight up in the box. Then you all of a sudden got, it's, you know, Manchild. And, the, uh, and LaFell even said what we've been saying all no. year. Obviously, nobody wants any piece of tackling him out there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I it's mean, like you can see it in guys' eyes. Nobody wants any piece. I, of course yeah. not. I yeah. mean, can you imagine having to try this guy barreling down? I mean, my my fear always used to be seeing Christian Okoye run at me, but you know, yeah, that might be. Would you, would you rather take a Christian Okoye? I'd rather take Christian Okoye. No way, no way. Than Gronk? Yeah, Gronk's got about thirty pounds on Christian Okoye. But Christian Okoye is coming right up the gut, and you have to come up and hit that beast. Did somebody just watch Christian Okoye football? Yeah, life? I did. I did. Okay. So you're kind of really right. excited about it. Yeah. I mean, hey, the Nigerian Nightmare. I used to love that that Chiefs team. I was a big D Thomas fan, and you know, I remember uh, that guy was a lot to handle. But uh, Gronk is just he's he's just a man. He's just so incredible. Did you see him on uh, Colbert? I did he not. Went, uh, and he was trick or treating. Yeah. Cold bear. I think that was Friday night. So it's nice they had the Thursday night game. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and they they take care of business. And, you know, Coach Belichick lets them have three days off. Yeah, they did. Go you enjoy s- Halloween, boys. Oh, and even Kraft did. He went out to Hollywood and he was dressed as uh, Run DMC. He, w- he yes. went out to Hollywood? Yeah, he was out here. No way. Yeah, me and him went out to a uh, party and he dressed. That's awesome. Did you dress as Bob Kraft? Did you have the blue with the white collar? Oh, wait, I wasn't there. I, oh. No. No, no, no. Turns out I saw her in a picture. Turns out you were taking care of children. Yeah, right. right. That but, all happened. Yeah. But by the way, one of my favorite moments of the Miami game just it, was uh, Jim Nance and Phil Sims in the in the booth. I think it was uh, I don't know. It was in the third quarter. Or something. They go up and Jim asks him like, you know, so if you're the Dolphins, what do you do to, to get back into this game? And he just straight up said. I don't know. Phil Sims? Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was a moment of, I don't know if it was just like the honesty of it or just him being bewildered, not no, literally not knowing what to do to beat the, the Patriots. I think that's just a guy that's given an honest assessment. And Phil Sims has seen quite a few Patriots games over the past 10 years. I do, but yeah. at some, like, as an analyst up there, don't you think that you just make some stuff up yeah. and just kind of roll with it? He just Usually. He just straight up to the said, point where it's like, hey, they got nothing. He's like, I don't know what you do. I don't know. And, and I think maybe Jay Gruden's thinking the same thing. Like, I mean, like honestly, what do you do? Sneak a 12th, 13th, 14th guy on the field and have them cover Gronk. Okay, we're going basically. we're going back over to that yeah. gloating world, I think. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, it's tough tough to leave here in gloating world. And this isn't I mean, great. This is why we need a loss. No. 
No, we don't need a loss. No, we don't need a loss. Right. It's you know, to me, it's it's so great. I, it, I'm I'm privileged to be able to have this period, right, in in life where where I I could uh, enjoy this uh, patriot run. This can we call it a dynasty? I don't see what else you would call it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 fun. You know, like we 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 were able to sit here and watch. Kraft take over a team, bring in Belichick, Tom Brady. It, it's ah, it's nice, isn't it? Well, you, were, you, were you saying we were trying to get away from the gloating? or Because uh, it seems like we're smack dab right in glow territory. But anyways, um, who else was really impressed with that? I mean, obviously the defense came to play. Uh, holding the holding the team to seven points that was averaging forty one over the past two weeks, so that was a little tasted scenario. I think uh, you know it was a nice coming back down to earth for old Tannehill. Yeah, it's like mm, okay. Yeah, you know they. I mean, they de- I mean, shockingly, I I didn't expect that. Obviously, when I was telling them they're going to take an over on that. Oh yeah, uh, that didn't. Well, the Pats covered the number easily, well, but that was good. But to me, the you Pats, thought it was going to be a shootout. I, well, I, Miami I mean, didn't. Get that memo. They didn't. They didn't get the memo. The Pats had scored, you know, thirty points or more. I get thirty points in the last six games. Uh, the Dolphins, like you said, have been. Yeah, the only game that scored under thirty was the first game for Pitt, twenty-eight. So you tell me. I mean, they'll get fifty in that game, right? No, sorry. Then it, no, I'll hold you up at thirty-six. Yeah, you, no, you 40, need, forty-three. Who was oh, total? Gotcha, gotcha. What was the total? Forty-nine. 50, 50 and a half, I think it was that or something like that. But well, what are you going to do? Nothing. They keep winning. Just, you know. <laughs> not, by, not with the amount of points that I need. It's good. I'll take them. But uh, you know who's impressing me? And I was getting a little bit impatient with these guys, I think, last year. Is the two Ruckus products from the 013 draft. Logan Ryan, Deron Harmon. Mm-hmm. And both these guys have really been impressing me this year. You know, and I was—I guess I was getting impatient. You know, we're we're kind of in this day and age where if you spend a top three, you know, a third round pick, like one of the top three rounds, it's like you want that guy to come in and show you something in that first year. Those right. guys didn't do it mm-hmm. in the second year. I wasn't really blown away, but now in their third year, they're really coming into it. You know, and and I'm, I'm just impressed with those two guys. Both of them had a pick last week, mm-hmm. and I really love the the team. You know, you can see that this defense has that team mentality. Like, no real big superstars, yeah. but we are going to win it as a team. You know, you could see it great on that Hamid uh, interception yeah. where everybody rallied around yeah. him. They're like, let's run this yeah. back, and then he almost did. Oh, I mean, it was like an army, like, moving down the field with him running ball behind him. Matriculating mm-hmm. down the field like George Collin used to say. Oh, okay. Well, that was more an offense, but if a defense matriculated, it would have looked a lot like that. But I was I was I was going to make that comment, and I think that the Patriots' defense, a lot of times, it's it takes um, a while to gel. I, they're gelling pretty early this year. I, I really never worry about the defense, you know, because you know they're, Belichick, you know, is it's going to be good. It's going to be a defense that gels together by the end of the year. You know, and it's like, oh no! You know, I I never, I honestly, I never worry about it either. And I, I and it's like I always know that that defense always gets better and better as every week that goes on. I'm just saying, it's it seems to me that like they're really coming together and clicking early. Yeah, uh, I mean, and 
we 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 talked a lot about you know we talk about it because you you're scared about these defensive backfield and I understand that and you know they talked a lot about in the off season becoming a, a different defense where you don't rely on having the shutdown corners and you have to rely more on a pass rush that's why you bring in a Jabal Sheard and get that thing going and Chandler Jones and Ninkovich really were putting it on him last week um so i and we were worried we wanted to see more from that pass rush and we did mm-hmm. you know um i think jones had a couple sacks i think one of them which was more like a team sack it wasn't so much a coverage sack but i think nink like rushed them Tannehill to come back up in the pocket and then chandler jones just destroyed him chandler has one play where he destroys a tight end and a tackle comes over to help, and he subsequently destroys him. Like no, more like a, a grunt rush, a power rush with the tight end, and then a speed rush to get inside and split them, and then he decapitates uh, Tannehill. Uh, that was incredible. So that was an incredible sack, and we have to see more out of him. I'm getting a little worried that Jones, Hightower, and Collins—they're going to be coming up on contract soon. Uh. So I'm a little worried about that. You just they take Patriots hometown discount, right? And they say, "I want to be a Patriot for life." Obviously, I want to go in the Wouldn't ring, you? Just, just like Willie McGinnis last week. Oh, big Willie style. Boo! Big first it's about a year or two too late, right there. Yeah. But anyways, first uh, first Bob Craft uh, draft pick. That's true. That's true. Big Willie. Yeah, Big Willie. Mm. That was enjoyable. By the way, and I and I, I feel like I bring this up every uh, week. Please do. Gostowski. Oh, and we didn't give your boy props last week for winning the AFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. So give him props out to that ghost. I know you're a big fan of the program. So we're sorry we overlooked you last <laughs> week. Uh, what were you going to say? Because he's the man. He, he, he broke Vinatieri's con- uh, consecutive field goal record, 26 mm. in a row. So, I'm, di- you know, it's just one, he's just one of those guys that, like, they keep bringing that up. All right, if I can't convince you into the Patriots losing one this this year, yeah, I would like Koskowski to miss the field goal to to start. I don't want to be in a situation where we're in a playoff game and the dudes hit like. 40 I'll take straight. that. I'll, okay, I'll, okay. Let's get a miss out of the way. Well, well, that's a good bargain. We'll, we'll, I'll go with that okay. one. Okay, I'll right. go with that one. I'm with you too because I don't need that happening. I don't need the, the, the announcers talking about oh he's he's made 37 field goals in a row and it's like dude I need him to get this through right now. Oh. Yeah, I don't need that kind. Five five sacks for the squad last week. So that, that was a good showing out of that pass rush. Two for Chandler, but like I said, one was pretty much his. That should have been one and a half the, the way he uh, did that play. It just totally overtook a tackle on tight end and split him. He's incredible. Um, yeah. So um, no trades. No trades. No trades. And, you know, it's like they shouldn't even bring up the fact that there's a trade deadline in the NFL because nothing ever happens. You know, it's like. Yeah, I know. Uh, that being said, the Pats have been pretty active yeah. the last three. You know, right. I mean, they, so I hear what you're saying. And, you know, we almost came to expect it. You yeah, know? I, I did. I really thought something was going to happen, but, um, you know, it's yeah. fine. What You know. It's true. Because last year we picked up, like, airs at the deadline and. Uh, who who else? Uh, Akeem Ayers and uh, uh, a couple other guys last year, and then the year before they got to leave. You know, so they've made some some significant uh, moves at the deadline, but it's just it doesn't really happen too much. Well, and what I was really excited about is because all well, reports, you, got, you know, you got you know Bostic uh, earlier, so that's true. Yeah, they have made they have made some 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 moves. And uh, 
yeah, the other guy there, uh, the the wide O from Houston. Yes, uh, and they picked up another defensive guy, uh, Akeem. Yes. So yeah, and and Belichick had kind of said about how, um, you know, it's good to have these guys integrated into the system even earlier than the trade deadline. So right. that's a good thing. And you know, the, I, those guys are good pickups. You know. I think Bostick's going to be good, at least on special teams, but I think he can help us yeah. in, a, in a, live, a linebacker core. Yeah, know? It was absolutely. just a case where, and you have to look at those situations, and I believe we talked about this before, with it's like a change of, uh, you know, changing of the guard or changing of a defensive philosophy. Boom, you can pluck a lot of guys out of that. Like, oh, we're changing from, uh, you know, a 4-3 to a 3-4. Oh, you have a defensive end that you want us to take off your roster for a six-round pick? Thanks very much. Boom. You know? So, and you can always rely on uh, Coach Belichick to know just just who the guy is to get out of that, you know, because the guy knows defense, and he can knows when a guy's being underutilized. Um, but what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, well, you know, the, the Patriots are just seven and zero. But, but yeah, I, I am excited about this defense, and and the fact that the Rutgers guys are actually turning into players, I actually never thought that was going to happen. And right. it, both of them have been contributors on on the team this year. And and, and like the, this is what I was going to say. I'm sorry because like leading up to that, um, leading up to the uh, trading deadline, all I read about was how. The, Brown, the Browns are going to have a fire sale, the, you know, and I was just like salivating that that the Pats were going to be Who? able to like grab like Bakevius Mingo or somebody off of them. But I mean, how could how could the Browns do that? You know, I mean, they, we they already see like how he plucked Jabal Sheard from him, and you know, before he got hurt, he's just being a monster. You know, they can't be like we're going to give you another defensive. Well, man. and I also thought I also wonder like you know because I feel like the Pats are a little bit hated in the league. Like I like. Does that play in some of these trades? Do some teams not even want to deal with the Pats? You know, like, I think there's a certain element to that. You know, so I feel like, I mean, it might hurt in some ways when it comes down to trade talk. Yeah, you know, but if they did happen, I mean, where like they were able to get Bakevius Bingo, then and with the shirt acquisition, it's like you stop thinking of maybe the Browns being kind of. A farm team for the Patriots, and I kind of like that idea of the, the the Pats having a farm team really close, right there in the AFC North. The Pats just have a farm team. It's the Browns, right? Well, well, just, you know, just give I, us players. It's kind of how I, it's kind of how I feel about the, the Texans. It's almost like their vacation home, right? You know, like oh, you know, we're just going to send you down there until maybe you're ready or yeah. like should have gave us back Vince at the deadline yeah, for a song yeah. you know? it didn't be great Vince yeah. is kind of like just holding uh, court down there yeah I don't, yeah, he is he's not playing actually spirited football I've seen him got blown off the ball a little bit down there so maybe the, I, as much as I hated to see him go hey let's this? not let's not talk about Vince playing Absolutely. for the Texas Absolutely. okay let's yeah. just keep it with a better, what, po- better point has never been made well done well done okay alright getting you. back to a Red Sox I mean a Patriots Red? farm system I would like to see, you know, going back to the Rutgers guys, that was like the Greg Schiano kind of regime in Rutgers, and obviously that was like turning to be a nice little farm um, team. Right. So can that guy get out of the analyst booth and go get a college job again? <laughs> That's what we want to have happen, Schiano. Get down there and start a Patriots farm team, please. There's plenty of openings. Yeah. He's a good college coach. Right. People should be knocking on his door. He's a sub-average uh, analyst. You know, so let's get him back into coach. Wow. I actually like him as an analyst, but, you know, 
I'd like to see him back in the coaching ranks. And, you know, like I say, uh, you know, having a fun team for the, the Pats. What's the thumping? Is that me? Is that someone on the court? Anyway, is my posture bad again? Yeah, it is. Oof. Man. All right, what about the Redskins? Can we yeah, move, let's can start can we move on? Because I feel uh, here's the thing: I feel like the, the, we, we've been on a buy. The game was sold. The Dolphins game was sold it's long true. ago. It's true. I think both these teams come in this week off a buy. You worried about the balanced attack of the Redskins? Well, no, I'm not. I, look, no, it's something. They have a very balanced rushing attack. <laughs> They have, uh, you know, they have Alfred Morris. They have Matt Jones. I like it. You're the, you this know, is the Patriot they way. Have that Chris Thompson kid is really good at catching the ball out of the backfield. We could be ready for all those guys. Yes, exactly. You know, ready for all those guys. And I hear what you're saying. You got to stop the run first. Make them one dimensional. Make Kirk Cousins be. Well, it's not even. It, yes, I mean, let's just get up early and just everything, and then just cook keep, some sausages. Just keep, keep oh, the, the pads on get the up early. Gotcha. Okay. And just keep the foot on the pedal. Yeah. Well, that's the plan. You remember the last time we played the Redskins? It was like 52 to 13-ish. And I think it was like after Spygate is the Spygate year where they were just running up on anybody. Sorry, Redskins. but it's bad year. It's, sorry you always come by, come on the schedule when it's a tough time. You know? <clears throat> but you may have to taste it this week. You I'm think, not making you think any it's predictions. A you think it's a route? Um, I, I'm not going to say it's a route. I'm not going to say it's a route. What's the, what's the number? Like 14, 14 and a half. Oh, that's a big number in the NFL. Oof. You're going to lay those points? Oof. I'm not going not anywhere it? near this. You're going to go in the total again? I'm not. I, dude, it's that trap game, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like it's. It's in Foxborough, though, right? Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. It'd be interesting to see. You know, I kind of hope that, you know, maybe they do get the scare and that takes the place of that loss that I've been clamoring about. Maybe it's just kind of a toe the line again. Although you always like. You love to listen to Brady after the games because he's like, oh, we were good things, but he always brings it back to something. And this week he was like, well, you know, we weren't very good on third down. You know, offensively they weren't very good on third down they, in the Dolphin game, 3 for 12. Right. Conversions. So they nitpicked that. Defensively they were great. Dolphins right. were only 2 for 11. And, and, so and they there. find ways to give credit to the opposing team. So in the Redskins, in a, in a different interview, someone was saying the defensive guy, I forget who it was, it might have been uh, – yeah, um, McCordy, but he was saying like, oh, you know, they're they're uh, they're they're good on explosive. No, <laughs> they're good on th- third downs. Defense is good on third downs, and oh. I was like, oh, interesting. They always they always find ways to complement the other team. Yeah. I kind of like it. I wonder if there's like kind of a a bulletin board guy. Maybe there's a bad bulletin board guy and a good bulletin board guy that he puts up stuff that the opponent's really good at. Right. And this is things you can say, hey, the because I'd like that position. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are some good things you can say about the Redskins, and I would really kind of lather it on thick. Right. Oh, man. How, how's that job hunting going? It's going well. It's going well. <laughs> I mean, I have to get something to compliment the, the pettance of... 10 grand per episode I get on this show, you know? So yeah. it's like, you know, i got to find something out there. You need a race. I really do. I really do. Um, I think that, you know, back to what you're saying, bulletin board, locker room, I think that the, um, I think that they do a very good job of posting up, like, here's what we need to focus on. This is what they're very good at. And, you know, obviously, uh, Patriots find their weaknesses and they attack them. They're not going to say that. They, this is, that's not going to be part of the interview. It's not going to be part of the, the talk. And, he he does a very good job of you know keeping everything at bay and having uh, any of the plays uh, spout off. And quite honestly, Bill Belichick and 
Bob Kraft are role models for every business in America. Wow. Wow. They are, they are the equation for success. Wow. Yeah. They, I mean, it's true. It's true. It's true. In fact, I think, I mean, right around, you know, when Belichick came in, I, I believe that's how HDTVs came to be. Like, we needed to see the Patriots better. Is that true? I mean, it was around 2000, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You see, you think Mr. Kraft is a, another thing that Mr. Kraft could be behind. And we kind of touched upon this a little bit last week with Tom Brady saying he wants to play 10 more years. Okay. Yeah. If anybody has access or has the money to research and make happen $6 million man technology, I might be dating myself with that television reference, but hopefully not with you. To get Tom Brady. So if Tom Brady's like, you know, maybe his legs are half machine. Right. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I think they're already working on that. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. I hope they're working around the clock because I want to see that dude out there when it 57. I want him to do his 10 years. Right. I think he can. He takes incredible care of himself. So that coupled with the technology that Mr. Kraft must be working on around the clock. I don't see why he can't do 10 years. Right. Right. I mean, just like maybe some like physical form of Viagra or something like that. Wow, that would be something. Right. It 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 gets everything hard. Like you. Okay, your, let's your, move on. Okay. Okay. Your quads and your right. hamstrings. Move, it's time to move on. Pl- okay. okay. Um, so you you're feeling good about the skins this week? You, yeah, I you're feel. Not, you're not going to render. A, yeah, you're going to bet the over. You gonna no, I'm not touching it. It's, okay. It's, it's Staying away from. Down. You're going to enjoy it as a fan. I'm going to enjoy it as a fan. I'd love to see that. I yeah. love to hear that. Yeah. They have a lot of weapons though. Yeah. So we're just going to keep an eye on Jordan Reed. I, take know, him out of the mix. Jamie Collins. I'm excited. Your assignment for the week. I'm excited to see the secondary t- this weekend. I want to see how they do. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I, Sean Jackson's fast. I got Jordan Reed coming underneath. Pierre Garçon's kind of, a, he's kind of a beast. And he's, a, he's. They got some guys that can fly on the outside. So you got to make sure you stay with them deep and, you know, make them catch the ball underneath. And tackle. And this team has been a very good tackling team, which is very exciting. We have a good tackling defensive backfield, um, which I'm excited about. Just before we, we head off, okay, can we mention anything about, like, the Colts under investigation? Or should we just kind of, like, not talk about that? What I mean, are they under the investigation? You know, oh, for the luck injury. Yeah. Not reporting it. You know what? It's kind of garbage, but, I mean. Well, I, quite honestly. Dude, Grigson survives. They get rid of their offensive coordinator. You see that, Pep Hamilton? Gone. Right. Grigson's about, they're going to blow that thing up. Like Grigson's going to be gone at the end of the year. It's like boom, boom. Right. you know. Right. We'll give you Jimmy Garoppolo and a fifth round pick for Andrew oh, Luck. Oh, 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 oh. Let's bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it. In. You don't want to? No. Let's trade see. Garoppolo and a fifth round puck for Andrew Luck. Now sit behind Blade, Brady for a few years. <laughs> see, <laughs> you don't even let me get the the, the words out before you're already disagreeing with me. <laughs> you know. I like Jimmy. Like, I, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, wait, whoa, stop. Oh boy. Yeah, I do. I kind of like Jimmy. I don't, what do you want? What am I to say? Yeah. Well, I think we should say goodbye. Okay. All right. But uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Jay, you want to give out your Twitter so people can holler at you? Uh, you check us out on iTunes. What is it? At, at Jay Shirella. At, at Jay Shirella. Boom. So hit us up with some callers on YouTube. This has been Patriots Rap Three Sixty. Thanks, guys. He's Jay. I'm Mike. Go Pats. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.